You need to calm down. You're being too loud. And I was like, uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Period. (laughs) Well, guys, welcome to Unhinged Therapy. Happy Tuesday. Tuesday. (laughs) Today is a very exciting day. We have a special guest, my bestie, Chris. Round of applause for Chris. Hello, everyone. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, my God. We stand. We're so okay to have you here, Chris. Slay. <laughs> oh, my God. Danielle, what did you do this weekend? What did I do? I worked. Wow. Um, you know what? <laughs> and then I went out on Friday. Yeah. No, Saturday with my cousin and my friend Molly. You know, we did a little bit of watermark action. And um, we had, like, eight rounds of drinks of vodka soda and, like, didn't even feel like we had any. Wow. Yeah, no, I was like, what is going on here? That's not the day. That's not the day. <laughs> <laughs> so then I went over to Johnny Max, of course. Uh, of course. And I was going to leave at, like, 1230. I'm like, you know what? Let me go home. Early night. Let yeah. me call it a night. Calling it a I night. I called an Uber. And I was, like, waiting. And then I saw this kid that I knew. And I'm like, Hey. <laughs> And I was like, I'm canceling my ride. You got canceled. And then I didn't get home until 3 a.m. So, but it was a good time. Good vibes all around. Um, what did I do Sunday? Nothing. It was rainy. I watched Love Island. Period. What about you, Bree? I don't think I did a damn thing. I lit. Oh, Friday I worked. And then I went to bed. Saturday I... Slept all day. I mentioned last week's episode, my best friend left. So I was like in a little bit of a funky doodle. But now now we're getting better. I was just like, oh, my God. And now, you know, I'm acceptance, you know, she's healing. (laughs) Um, And then Sunday, I manically rearranged my entire house. My best friend actually gave me her makeup table and her mirror. So I have been trying to fucking set it up. The mirror fell off the wall. Probably 50 times, 50 fucking times. So you know what I did? I crazy glued the fucking nails into the wall. And you know what the mirror did? It still fell off the fucking wall. (laughs) So I've officially officially given up for the day. Um, But the makeup table looks so cute. That's what I did. (laughs) Very uneventful weekend honestly i'll have better content for you guys soon i promise exactly chris what'd you do this weekend well friday i relaxed kind of like you Mm -hmm. and you know i I needed some self-care night so i did exactly that is you know uh, you know what i should have i'm surprised i didn't i have them sitting in my bathroom too i'm like next time honestly after this i'm (laughs) after we wrap up it's gonna be a nice little uh self-care night as well on monday tuesday Tuesday. Tuesday. Today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Saturday, I went into Philly and had myself a little night. I mm-hmm. went out, um, got some dinner at a little Italian restaurant. You know, we love. Mm-hmm. I love, I love me some pasta, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some carbs. Yeah. Um, and then we went out some for some dinner and some drinkies. A little dancey, not too much dancey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was in. Then I was sleeping on a couch promptly at one a, what, by one a.m. Nice. So you know, overall successful. Yes. Love that. And then yesterday, Sunday, Sunday. Today. Yeah. <laughs> <Sunday>. <laughs> um, I 
came back to I came back from Philly and literally rotted in my bed for we about seven eight hours. It was a good day. It was day fantastic. To do that. It was yeah. a fantastic day to do yeah. that. All rain all day. Honestly, I love the rain. I don't know about mm-hmm, you guys, but like too. too much of it though. I needed. To yeah, yeah. Too much. Like after like a day, I'm like, okay, calm yeah. down. But like, I like a good rain if I day. wake up on a Sunday and it's oh, raining, I will best. not leave That's my bed. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. That's so that was you know it was kind of the cream of the crop for a weekend. I so I, I was you know I was I was vibing the entire you weekend. Were vibe. It was a great. Wow. It was a great Chris weekend. He is. We, on my birthday, him and my mom were both blacked out. This was, this was so blacked out. It was to, to be fair, I don't recall any of them yeah. talking about right now. So fill me in, please. So you and my mom, my mom was like, I want to go dancing. You're like, oh my God. And you brought her out to the dance floor and you guys were gone for like an hour. Like nowhere to be found. You came out, your hair was in like 70 different directions. My mom's like, wow. Like, <laughs> I was like, worried about you like, <laughs> when I was leaving you were like laying on the couch Stop. you know like, what I'm just happy to find out that I actually danced that night because I wasn't sure if I actually danced so I'm finding out I was dancing for quite some time and I have no recollection of you that you had a good time so, and then the next yeah. morning I woke up to a snapchat from you and you were like I have, if you ever see me take another shot slap me in the face <laughs> I'm sure you took a shot yesterday uh, Saturday I tried getting my friends to take a shot, and no one wanted to take a shot with me. Oh, I my was God. Like, I'm not going to be a loser uh, taking a shot by myself, so yeah. here we are. Yeah. No, no shots last weekend, but the weekend prior, I think I took a few shots. Mm. So I'm a shot Say. king. I do love me some shots. Say. Shot king. He is a straight <laughs> vodka, too. I love me some we vodka. We were passing that vodka bottle around at Bree's birthday. <laughs> like it was literal water. And, and you wonder why I blacked out. <laughs> I blacked out. No, literally, so I blacked out. <laughs> like, like, no, 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 I think we all did. We all did. I'm in good company. And my mom. Mom literally was like the blind leading the blind. I said this on like our, I think or two pot like or two episodes ago, and she's like, "You need to help Chris." I'm like, "He's literally fine. Like this is him all the time. Like he's just a little sleepy. Just let him sleep. <laughs> sleepy boy. Like he's fine. There's nothing better than napping at the club. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I left. I'm like, oh, our soldier. <laughs> I know it's early too. I don't. I, I normally last longer than one a.m. Yeah. I, from what I recall, or from yeah. that, I woke up to a picture of Danielle and Bree leading me into an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> <In that picture. laughs> I, was like, I was like, no recollection of this. <laughs> Apparently, me and Danielle had a bunch of heart to hearts, well, and I was like, I don't recall any moment of the Uber going home. So it's okay. It's like, and for your birthday, happens. we like got pretty. Fucking oh that my we god! Did. That, uh, I, that was the first time I blacked out in Philly. Yeah, and I was like, that was a, that was. We went out with a bang. In we Philly. went out with a bang, and honestly, I'm not, I'm kind of happy I didn't go back to Woody's this weekend because I don't want to. Re- I don't remember any other way. Like, <laughs> my birthday in, at Woody's was my favorite night. Like, it was fun. It was so much fun but aside from yeah. the okay. <laughs> we'll going, talk it about so her. much fun we can talk about now I've come to like terms with it it's right. why I have a new phone so we're okay. <laughs> on to bigger and better things yeah we're literally I don't know if I'll ever return to Woody's but fair point it was a good I mean, time unless I'm there and then right. we will be going period <laughs> you'll just you know have that phone strapped on you no literally I will not let it out of my sight I'm crying <laughs> But it was fun. It you was. were like doing backflips on me back in uh, your apartment. So <laughs> I've known Chris since we're fucking fourteen. I think uh, years freshman old. Freshman year, of high school. Yeah, literally high freshman year. <laughs> and he's always been like that. He's. I used to call him a giraffe when we were freshman year because he would just flop himself everywhere. He talked so fast. And I, I've gotten better. And you've I've gotten, gotten better. so much I'm, better. Like, I'm crisp and clear, and you know what I'm saying for the most part. Sometimes I, I still talk fast. So, like I'll no, be in meetings, I'll be but I do the down. same thing. All of us, like from our like our close friend group, it's, like have. A little bit of a speech impediment. It's a little bit. It's only it's a slight mumble, but as long as you can yeah. understand, it's the Jersey in us too. It is. It is. Talk faster. Yeah. yeah. 
One hundred percent. But he always has been flopping himself around. I like have, I have a video. I think oh, I used to have a video. I don't know where it is. But you were like literally back flipping on me. I'm like, what is? I was like, this is what I need. Uh, you need to find that phone. <laughs> <laughs> find her. I need to see this video. <laughs> it's time. It's time. time to rehash literally, that conversation. I have to go get it. <laughs> oh my god. Well, let's hear a word from our sponsor. All right, so for this week's topic, we decided we're going to talk about something that was a little homophobic of us. We were, um, you know, not recording during Pride Month and never said anything about it. Kind of fucked up of us. We suck. We literally (laughs) suck. So we want to talk about a topic that we all hold very close to our hearts, which is the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, So we have my bestie here, Chris. How do you identify and what's your sexual orientation? I am a cis gay male. And we love Period. Slay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So do you want to tell us a little bit about your experience as a gay male in society, like present day? Yeah, gladly. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we're in a micro situation. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I will say living in the Northeast, it does make it a little more palatable. I feel very bad for – not bad, but like sorry for my brothers and sisters in, you know, a little more conservative states that have, you know, more restrictive policies against the LGBTQIA plus community. And it is heartbreaking to see that, but as a gay male in – the Northeast in a state that is very progressive in the sense that, uh, you know, gay people will always have rights here. Women will always be able to have access to an abortion here. Like that kind of stuff isn't really a, a huge concern of mine in the liberal Northeast being that I will not have, you yeah. know, my rights taken away unless there's some national push for yeah. removal of, of, uh, of the Equality Act, for example, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. With that said, there is a lot of concerns on my end from you know, the Supreme Court, for example, mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis, we don't even want to say his name because it's just mm-hmm. a terrible person, but the don't say gay bill in Florida would actually have major repercussions that yeah. I don't think these leaders actually fully understand the impact of just because they're blinded and have tunnel vision by the just trying to get votes. It's pathetic, honestly. Like yeah. I, you're catering to such a small minority trying to obtain their votes that you're not even going to. Uh, acknowledge that there is a whole other community there that is yeah. just as important as just many right that is just as much as much voting power as the minor, minority that you're catering to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like long long winded answer to a, to a simple question, but I do think for me as a gay male in society in the Northeast, I feel very comfortable. But that does not mean that the fight is anywhere near over. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I think that. That was all very important. I don't think it was like yeah, rambling at all. I just all. rambling a little bit, but you know what? Long-winded answer to uh, a, a, an important question. 100%. Yeah. So how do you feel like you have been like – I have word mumbo-jumbo. Please bear with me. Take your time, My girl. brain literally <laughs> just went – She literally – She literally – Oh. I was going, she's She's back. back. Oh my God, she came back. Thank God. Okay. Had a little blonde moment, even though I'm not blonde. Um, So I feel like with these bills that are being passed, another really important thing to mention is the amount of like children that are so uncomfortable in their sexual identity and are just trying to figure out who they are as individuals. And, you know, the mental health and suicide rate is still so much higher in that community. And how do you feel 
you developed throughout, like, and what would you say to your younger self now that you're living your truth? I would say, like, really just continue going. Like, it, it, I know it's kind of sounds cliche because that's something that you, you have been hearing. Like, I know, I remember when growing up, I grew up, uh, in middle school was a time that was, um, I think it was, uh, oh, I forget the name of the campaign because it was so long ago, but it was basically, like, catered to the L- to, to LGBTQIA youth uh, essentially saying, oh, it was the It Gets Better campaign. I don't know if you guys yes. remember that from middle yeah. school, but I was, that was something that actually really stuck with me. But I'm like, you know what? It sucks now, but hopefully it will get better. It will get better, and it gave me hope back mm-hmm. when I was, you know, just when I was just learning and discovering yeah. these things about myself. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't even know I was gay until about seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, shit, like, I don't know what to do with this. I don't know what to tell. I don't know, I don't know who I could talk to. I don't even know what this means. And then I, and I think around eighth grade, discovered the uh, It Gets Better campaign. Um, and I was like, you know what? Okay, like, if they're saying that, like, a few years from now, yeah, it sucks now, and high school is middle school and high school as a gay youth is not easy but it does get better and it really does like I am I Mm -hmm. some I have I've met some of the best friends because I'm because I am gay Mm -hmm. and I met some of the the best girlies the best girly pops like you know they're (laughs) all around even and and honestly it it helped me realize that there are amazing straight men out there as well There, Mm -hmm. there there are some really great allies in the cis male community um, and they're here for you as well. And that really helps me filter out the people that I want to have in my life versus, you know, if I just meet someone at a bar and I think they're the coolest person ever, then I find out, you know, they're a raging conservative, yeah. with, you know, yeah. <laughs> very anti-LGBTQIA plus uh, views. Like, that's not something I'd want to be, I, yeah. I want to surround myself with. Mm-hmm. So as a, you know, so, as someone that grew up knowing that I was gay I like I said seventh grade what is that 11 years old I think so yeah I was I found out by myself I found out pretty young and I really hid it for a long time I did not tell Mm -hmm. soul for a long time and and it really caused a lot of depression anxiety and I was at one point in my life pretty suicidal as well like it really it really made me think that I am different Mm -hmm. and I like don't deserve to be in this life and then after you know years and years of self-reflection and talking to people and really having these having all my friends accept me for who I am has really Mm -hmm. helped me grow to the person that I am today yeah um and I really that is something that I wish my younger self would have known and in the youth of today as well know that it does get better yeah Yeah. it really is like something that is just a progress and I've also learned that some I am just a person that is going to grow throughout the rest of their life like I'm not done mm-hmm. now I, I wasn't yeah. done in seventh grade and I'm yeah. not done now and I'm not yeah. gonna be done when I'm 50 and I'm not yeah. gonna be done until you know the day I go Psh, I'm done. <laughs> Psh, period yeah. <laughs> so, until you're really done until I'm really done so, <laughs> and I have no other option so, <laughs> so I yeah I, I will say that like it, 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 it is a struggle and it is something that people will you know be struggling with unfortunately until it is a fully accepted thing in society yeah. mm-hmm. unfortunately we're not there yet like yeah, I said no. it's always a, mm-hmm. it's a battle that's going to be continuing to draw on yeah. but uh, as long as people as long as especially the youth of today know that they are loved and they are accepted yeah. and they will and there is a warm uh, a warm group of people waiting for them when they yeah. actually when they make it out like mm-hmm. they will they will yeah. love them for sticking around they will yeah. love themselves yeah. for sticking around they'll be so proud of themselves, yeah. so proud of themselves. Like, I, like I am proud of myself yes. I'm and proud of you proud of Thank you, girlies. Yeah. <laughs> you really have come, like, from knowing you for so long, you have come so much into your own. Like, from the first time you told me. Do you remember the first time you came out to me? Vaguely. Vaguely. We were in Katie's backyard, yeah. sitting underneath a tree, and you were telling me a story, and you're like, I think I like boys. And you're like, but I, I don't know. 
I, I don't know. I don't know if I do. Like, you panicked. And I was like, okay. And meanwhile, I thought you were bringing me under the tree to tell me you had a crush on me. And I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. I know nothing. never be She's like the one that got away. But from then, you like literally backtracking your own words to now, like just being so proud and true and being your authentic self is so fucking amazing to say. And honestly, it makes me feel better that I have, to, to, for someone to acknowledge that I have made that much progress, I'm mm-hmm. like, for someone, like, some, some, like, if you had known me when I first discovered myself back when middle school, I know we didn't know each other mm-hmm. in middle school, unfortunately. I would have loved to have known you in middle school early. Period. Uh, <laughs> I would have loved to have heard that back in the day so I can, you know, can, it, would, it would have really given me much more encouragement and confidence in my own yeah. self because mm-hmm. that was something that I did struggle with a lot when I was a kid as, as well as I was very insecure about myself. Yeah. I was very mm-hmm. shy. I didn't really want to talk to anyone. Yeah. Didn't want to be around people. So it was like yeah. when I found my group, I really stuck with them. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. very, I'm very, to this day, will always be grateful and appreciative of that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, what, like when you're in like those middle school and high school years, like it's already hard enough. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. having this like discovery about yourself that's also like, at the time, like, not totally acceptable by everybody, Mm -hmm. is, like, how do you even, like, manage that? I also think, like, what you say about, like, the youth, like, I feel like it is getting a little bit more, like, talked about. It is. Mm -hmm. And, like, more accepting. Like, I was just with my cousin who's, like, 11 or 12. He's, like, in middle school. And we were talking to him. And my cousin, he's gay. Mm -hmm. And he was, like, like, making, like, a joke, like, you know, they're all coming after the gays right now. Meanwhile, the world is literally burning down. And my cousin was like, well, why do they care so much? Like, why do they not like gays? And we're like, I don't know. He goes, what's the big deal? And I'm like, I love that, like, an 11-year-old can say that, though, like, now. Because back when we were in, like, we'd probably be like, well, yeah. Like, you know, like, it's not, it wasn't as, like, talked about, I feel like. And, like, not more of, like, it's like, oh, like, who cares? Like, And honestly, that I feel like is a, when one, it's, one, it's, shows where society is going, the direction yeah. we're heading in. But I feel like a huge like catalyst to that was TikTok and like these, yes, these 100%. videos that these kids are making nowadays. Yes. And like everyone's a little gay now. Yes, and I, I kind of love that for everyone. It's kind of like everyone should be gay. Everyone should have a little gay. If you don't, if you don't I think everybody's it, a little gay. Dip your 100%. toe in it. It's like you need yeah. to have some experience you because you don't know. You need to have a little bit of sprinkle in there. Just a little there. sprinkle yeah. of gayness. It's, it's cool to be gay. It's cool to be gay. No, it is. And like that's another thing I would have told my gay, my, yes. my, younger, my younger gay self. I'm like, you know what? It's cool to be gay. You will find this out eventually. And I'm like, you know what? I feel a little bit better than other people. You like, you're, you're a little bit higher. I'm a little higher up. <laughs> We're your I'm a hierarchy. I actually run this world. I'm a hierarchy goes gays, girls, everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Straight men all the way on the bottom. All the way on the bottom. All the way on the bottom. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I think it's definitely hopefully heading in the right Hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, you know, you got those, you know, the southern states. Yeah, we're, yeah. I mean, maybe I'll introduce a controversial topic, but succession isn't, you know, out of the table for me. If we want to, like, you know, let them do their own thing, the gays can come to the Northeast. We love that. We love that. <laughs> <laughs> we will accept you with open arms. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like like I said, like that, the whole, what's going on is concerning in the yeah. South, especially in the South, like, you know, in states like Florida. I, I'm eyeing you, Florida, right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it is concerning, and it, it's it's scary. I, I, Someone, like, I, I I alluded to this before, like, someone that grew up in middle school knowing I was gay, yeah. I had suicidal thoughts with it. Mm-hmm. I If I told a teacher and that teacher told uh, my parents, yeah. 
gone. I, I, I can guarantee I wouldn't, I wouldn't be yeah. here right now. I was so close at so, so many points in my life, mm-hmm. especially in middle school, where I was the most vulnerable. Yeah. If someone told my parents, because I had no choice to, I would, I would not be here. Yeah, so that's, that's something that I've always, like, thinking about how this don't say gay law is p- going to plan out or play out. Like, that is something that I'm like, I don't think they thought about that. No. They think they're doing right for these students, but did you have any input from the I students? Yeah. Like, they don't they, care. They don't like, care. They, they don't just, they're opinions. catering to their stupid demographic yeah. that doesn't understand. And it's, it's sad. It like, is. you're attacking a very vulnerable community. Especially like that young of an age. Like <clears throat> they don't that young know. Of an age. Exactly. Like, they you don't, don't know. even know your own feelings, what you're feeling and how strong they are and how deep they go. Like exactly. exactly. It should and it's also should be that person's choice, choice. to tell whoever they want whenever they want. And, like, and it's discovery. Like yeah. you like sexuality is a spectrum. Yes. So like yeah, they might have like gay thoughts yeah. right now. That doesn't mean they're gonna have them that forever. Doesn't mean they I, identify doesn't like, mean they're right. like they are discovered. Exactly. Yeah. If you just out your out the out the kid like yeah. you're going to mess them up Forever. longer than you are planned yeah. like your your repercussions for this law are are, are not going to be played out for yeah. decades because yeah. you are going to ruin some people's youth mm-hmm. and that is going to traumatize them for the rest of their they're life take that whole experience or they're not even going to have a life or they're yeah. not even going to make it they're going to take yeah. that whole experience like away from them in more ways than one like, exactly they won't get to like discover it by themselves or like have a choice like they, mm-hmm. Or they'll just like revert to the alternative, like, mm-hmm. oh well, I'm different. I everything sucks, and then like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. Or on the other end of the spectrum, you, a lot of straight men, quote unquote straight men, are the most homophobic people. Those most homophobic people tend to be gay. Oh yes, my God, I literally said this <laughs> I, the other day. Literally, okay. I literally was thinking this on the way here because I have never talked about this on the podcast, but reality. Uh, Reality. I can't fucking talk today. Sexuality is 100% a spectrum. And I have absolutely been attracted to women before. I've been with women, etc. But I never felt comfortable stating my sexuality because I've never romantically dated a woman. And I felt like almost... And when my exes would ask me what my orientation was, I would say straight. But I wouldn't 100% identify as straight. So I felt like I was like almost lying but and I would get so defensive but the reason I got so defensive is because I was like "Ooh, girls are kind of hot sometimes <laughs> but literally straight men that are so defensive 100 percent want a little bit of the dingaling. It's questionable. Yeah, it's questionable. Something's going on there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why are you so angry? <laughs> why are you so angry? Why are you like, not? Why are you so defensive? Like, yeah. if I kiss you right now, are you gonna like try to punch me? Do you want to kiss back? <laughs> like, let me know. <laughs> like, give it up. Oh, let us know. Let's play this game. Am I gonna <laughs> get punched or am I gonna get back? Like, let's unpack this. Let's, why let's are they so angry? angry? Why are you so defensive? Like, about why yourself? do you care so much? Exactly. Like, it really should not. Like, women are not like that. Like, oh, it, no. you just say, "All right, that's not for me. I appreciate you." Honestly, it's, it's also a compliment too. Like, yeah. that man thinks you're hot. Like, yeah. what's yeah. so? Someone thinks what you're hot. What is the biggest de- like? Like, boost your ego yeah. and like, calm down. Like, I don't understand. Like, take a decompression. why? Like, if I'm out to like, um, like I go to the gay bars with you guys. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's so like so fun. First of all, most welcoming environment it is. ever. It for is. real. Like, actually, like I feel like everyone I meet is just so nice. Mm-hmm. But I also, like, will tell, like, my straight guy friends sometimes or, like, I've heard people be like, oh, did you get hit on, like, by a woman or something? And I'm like, if I did, I would be lucky. If yeah, I it's such like, a compliment. Like, Thank you. I would literally be like, you like me. <laughs> okay. Literally. But, like, uh, if I know, like, gay, like, guys, like, straight guys, if they get hit on by, like, a gay guy, it's like, 
what are you doing? You, I'm like, you, yeah. Take the fucking compliment. That just means you're insecure with yourself. It, yes. it does. And it's you're sad. angry about something that you're not telling everybody. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I don't want to hear it. But like, I, as I said, like, unpack it. Go home. You know, sit down. Take a bath. Take a bath. Take a bath. Maybe a little bath salts. You know what? You really need to like just relax. As you said, you need to calm down from the beginning of the episode. Like you need to calm down and just evaluate it. Like, do you want to be complimented and do you want to have fun throughout the night? Or do you want to like be a raging bitch the entire time? And everyone just hates you. And everyone just hates you. And like that ruins like if you actually hold on to the type of anger, that ruins your night. That ruins everyone's night around you. Like why for what? What are you getting out of this? And, all, and also, like, gay bars are, like, as you said, a safe haven. Like, oh, God, they're so mm-hmm. fun. They're so much fun. You can kind of let your guard down a little bit, especially for girls, because I do feel very bad for girls that can't go to straight bars because they just are going to get hit on the entire yeah. night. Or, or worse, with, like, you know, the roofies and all that shit, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Like, that is so fucked up. That is not something that's going to happen at a gay bar. It might happen to gay men, which yeah. you know, is, is also another problem, but I'm not going to... That, that's not the topic <laughs> of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, it is a safe place for women to go because... They feel the need to have a safe space because not all the straight bars are going to be a safe space for them. Yeah, one I you will not catch me shaking my ass the way I shake my ass at a gay bar <laughs> at a straight bar. Yeah. I literally will do like splits on the f- like when, <laughs> like I go fucking crazy. I always go with Chris and like we have the best time. And I don't dance like that when I'm at a straight bar or a club because it's like. You don't know what's gonna fucking happen. Like you're, yeah. it's not a safe space for you to do that. Exactly, yeah. and you can't even put your put your drink down. Like no. if you put your drink down, you leave you leave it uncovered. Like and you come back to it five minutes later. If there was a straight man looking at you from across the bar, that's his time to make his move, and yeah. that his time to make his move means roofing you. Or yeah, it's actually very scary. It's very scary. Yeah, and like I and I, this was out of the country. My friends told me that they uh, they were at they were in Mexico and on like spring break or something like that. And one of them was targeted to get roofied, but the person that was supposed to, that was getting targeted didn't didn't end up drinking their drink. And mm-hmm. one of the the straight male friends ended up drinking the drink and got roofied and was like, that was the scariest experience oh of his my life. God, that is scary. So like, it's just you, there's no there's no safe space besides a gay bar. And again, yes. like, again, there's there's, there, there's caveats to that. Yes. I'm not gonna get too deep, too deep into that conversation, yeah. but uh, it, it is like. It is sad that that is that is what like a lot of society has come to nowadays. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Not yeah. a safe space for other people, which is that's why the gay bars exist. I love the gay bars. Yes, it's a little oasis. Yes. <laughs> um, how did you feel about like when you went to college? Because like I feel like that's like a clean slate. Like nobody knows you there. Like how was that like experience for you? So at first, I tried going in as the traditional straight male that was gonna you know just just there to try it out and see what like I tried experimenting with girls at the time I was mm-hmm. like I'm not gonna tell anyone I'm just gonna I want to see if gay is for me right I, I never had t- I never touched a girl never yeah. had sex with a girl still to this day I haven't because I realized it doesn't work for me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it literally doesn't work for me but I wanted to try it just to like say I at least attempted yeah. it yeah. um didn't work out within Within a month, maybe two months, I realized that it wasn't going to work. <laughs> so it didn't take too long. Like, this isn't for me. <laughs> this isn't yeah. for me. And then I started telling my friends that I had at the time. Um, and I'm still like, I still keep in touch with them every now and then. But like I started telling them. Uh, I don't, towards the end of freshman year, I didn't really talk to them too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but then sophomore year, I actually joined a fraternity, which I was, because I was just like, I wanted to make some friends. I wanted to like, yeah. you know, go out, you know, have the traditional college experience. 
And uh, that actually, I ended up joining like the most open-minded fraternity. Oh, wow. So that was a huge, that was a huge help for me. Um, They already had one openly gay man. There was a few other closeted gay men in there. Not going to talk, not going to name any names, but there was T. And I'm sure you banged him. (laughs) Potentially. (laughs) 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 There was was a possibility. Um, But that helped me. Like, I didn't come out to them right away. I started telling, like, my close friends that I was making in the fraternity. I was like, yeah, by the way, like, I am gay. Um, and it worked out for me. And then I started opening up to the rest of the, rest of the fraternity before I even knew it. And everyone knew at the time. And no one gave a shit. It was even, That's it was amazing. more amazing. And then my roommates, who I still talk to this to this day, um, they weren't in the fraternity. So they, they didn't know like, anything about it. We ended up having, like, um, a rack race. So you we paired up and, like, tried to drink a 30 rack. Oh, yeah. And, you know, very straight of us. Literally. <laughs> there was literally, <laughs> literally three three other straight men and then the one gay. And I didn't, they didn't know when we started this case race. But I was like, you know, the liquor was flowing. Like, the booze yes. were happening. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, like. I've been with these guys for over a semester at that point and was like, you know what? I am tired of hiding this from them. Yeah. And that's what, I, that's what I've noticed is like I've, it would just start festering in me. And I'm like, I can't, I can't hide it anymore. Yeah. I want to I mm-hmm. say something. So I, I waited the semester to make sure that they were cool. They were. And um, I told them like as we were probably about 10 beers deep, all of us, and mm-hmm. they, we all had a little bit of a heart-to-heart. Ah. Like, my friend, my, my, my friend, my, my roommate at the time was in the bathroom and I told my other two roommates, and then I, then when he came out, he was like, what are you guys talking about? And uh, my, other, my other two roommates were like, don't be a bitch about this. <laughs> they were like, I will fight you, I swear to God. And he was also cool about it, shockingly enough, because they were, that's how I, as I said, I filter out my friends based on how yes. they treat the LGBT community. Yeah. Um, and, they were cool with it, and we are still friends to this day. Love that. That's awesome. So, college. It's actually pretty surprised, honestly, yeah. like for a yeah. frat. Yeah, for a frat. Yeah. Especially, I mean, like, that's one of the reasons I stayed in the liberal Northeast, because, like, yes. I knew that they were mostly going to be cool about it. So, yeah. it, was, it was awesome with that, with that, with that end. Um, I had another thought, and I just completely she forgot left. it. She left me. She just like Bree, she left me. She will. Oh my god. So then, how does it like? So I was talking to my cousin. He's now like forty-five, but he lived in New York and in LA. Mm-hmm. Grew up in like Ocean, like mm-hmm. here. Um, and he would always tell me like how it's just so different, like the nightlife here with obviously like in the gay community is like very limited um Mm -hmm. here and that's why he like felt like he thrived more in new york and like that he moved there like a young age and Mm -hmm. everything so like did you find it i just dropped the mic did you find it like difficult like when you turn 21 you're going out with your friends here like is it did you like were you having fun but you knew like this like probably wasn't the place for you to like really be yourself Yes and no. I was always just with my friends, yeah. so I was always having a good time because, like, I was just going out with them. Even if I were to go to like bring them to a gay bar, I still yeah. go with them. Yeah. I don't really go anywhere else. I w- I don't want to like talk to anyone else because I'm I'm with my friends. Yeah. Like, I don't want to. I'm having a good night with that with them. Yeah. Um. With that said, I do look around every now and then at like the straight bars, especially in like you know. Belmar, Belmar, yeah. <laughs> even in Asbury a little bit, um, less, less, lesser in Asbury, yeah. um, but definitely in Belmar, uh, Manasquan, all those places, mm-hmm. uh, Jenks, you know, mm-hmm. um, it definitely is something I, I, I pick up on, yeah. and then I like I, I make sure to like not like look at it, look too deep into it yeah. because I'm like I, I'm still here to have fun yeah. with my friends, and I end up doing mm-hmm. have, I end up doing, doing exactly that. But with that said, like it does, it does hit different in yeah. in, in, the, in the cities. Like, I feel I, like there's yeah. more places in the city and like obviously because it's bigger but I just feel like 
There's more gays, too. There's, exactly. There's <laughs> yes. more gays, and it's, like, more, they like... There. Yeah, yeah. They crawl there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's just more of, like, a vibe, Yeah, and, you know? And I, like, I travel a little bit for work, um, and I lived in Philly for a year, yeah. so I was very uh, in tune with the gay scene in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, I've been to Chicago. I've been to L.A., um, been to New Orleans, um, mm-hmm. and I got to experience the gay nightlife everywhere. I mean, it's lesser in New Orleans, but I mean, that's not really that shocking, compared right, yeah. to, especially when you compare it to New York City, no, Philadelphia. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, and then the LA nightlife is so much fun. The gay nightlife, I should say, is so much fun. I didn't really experience Were you in West life. Hollywood? Yeah, I was in WeHo. <laughs> West Hollywood is the, the, the place. Like, I, I would love to tell you I remember it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like, may have blacked so out. Fun. Well, so then that means you did it right. <laughs> Right. right. Um, and my friend there was like, he was making sure to take care of me. I have, I have a friend that lives out there who's also gay. Yeah. Um, and it, he, he took so such, such, such good care of me. I played with his dog when I got back. There's a video oh. of me just playing with his dog, what like blackout drunk. I'm like, I wish I could remember this because it was so <laughs> cute. Um, so yeah, WeHo was a lot of fun. I went to Boys Town in Chicago, which is nice. also a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, the gayborhood in Philadelphia, obviously. Yeah. Um, and, I've, and like, I will say like New York City nightlife Gay nightlife specifically is so much fun, but yeah. it, it also yeah. is. It also helps that there is so many gays in New York. So many, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so many, and there's so much fun. And there's so much fun. And there's like just so many things I feel like happening. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like here you kind of like like growing up here, it's all you know, like this area, and then like yeah. you get out in the wild almost, and exactly. you're like, I'm going back yeah. there. Yeah, that's my whole life is out here. It's like, so different. I do have to remind myself. I'm like, I do have fun every time I go out yes, because obviously. I'm gonna have, yeah. I'm gonna be with my girls. We're yeah. gonna, we're gonna hit the, we're gonna, gonna hit the club. Yeah. Like it's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> we're gonna um, hit the headliner blackout. <laughs> <laughs> And like I know that like, I have my girls to fall back on too. Like yeah. if if someone starts being a little bitch to me, like one, I'll be a bitch back. I have no problem, them. but I that's the response <laughs> like, I know I'm gonna get from my girls yeah. too. So can you talk about the night at my house? Oh my god, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, you can explain it. So <laughs> a couple birthdays ago, I don't remember what year it was, but I saw this guy that like I've known for a while and like he was like hanging out with me and he ended up like coming back to my house with me. I didn't do anything with him, but um he slept over and then I thought all was well and fine. And then the next morning, Chris and his boyfriend sat me down and they were like, yeah, when he like came in, he saw us like laying together and he goes, oh, two men. Nice. Like basically being homophobic to my best friend at my fucking house in their faces. And the anger and fucking I literally was so mad at everyone because I was like why did you tell why did you tell me I kissed a homophobic man I am fucking disgusted and then he would like try to text me for weeks and I was like nope 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 fuck you and the next time I saw him out I was like don't you fucking dare come near me ever again and he doesn't deserve an explanation because he should know what he did and if he doesn't then that's fucking disgusting it was it it was just a weird like all interaction like I, I one I try to reduce my interactions in general so this yeah. was an interaction that was in, that was forced upon me yeah. so <laughs> he walked in I, me me and David are just trying to sleep we're just trying to hang out you know night night time and <laughs> this man just walks in and like dude, he didn't take the Uber home t- with him like I forget exactly how we got home that night to be honest you guys went back before me I gave you guys the code to my house right 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 me, you Alexis and my friend Aaron were staying and just like gone with the wind <laughs> right I do remember that and I do remember the man coming home and I'm like who the fuck is this but I was like whatever like girlie's about to get her nut whatever hope she has some fun <laughs> and then he walks in I think I had like one small conversation with him because it was before he like saw us together and mm-hmm. then he saw us together and I was like oh that was like I, mean, I was also one of the 
like the one of the first times it, has, it doesn't really happen that often. It was one of the first times that I got called out. Like mm-hmm. I, I got a homophobic comment to me, and I was like, "Interesting. I don't really know how to take this." Yeah. So like I just kind of let it go, but that's why I didn't want to say anything. Also, he was like in your room, so I didn't want to be like, "Um, Bree, come <laughs> hither." Bree, <laughs> <laughs> talk. Oh my god, the fucking riot I would have had if I knew <laughs> if he was laying in the bed. I would have chopped his dick off into <laughs> tiny little pieces. It would have went back in like nothing happened. and been a charge for fucking murder. And I am so so sorry that that happened in my house. There's nothing you could have done, and I you don't have anything to, to apologize for because like it was that man that it was his personality and he was a shitty disgusting. person. Like yeah, what else can you disgusting. do? So yeah, no no apology necessary. He almost like, did you a favor. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because imagine you didn't know. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fair. And it would have came out eventually. Yeah. It would have been like, then you would have, then you would have been deep. Yeah, so like, exactly. it was exactly. like, it was a less than twenty four hour interaction. Whatever, the you were good. Slander tour, I would have went on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going on it, and it was one night. Like I will never ever forget that. Yeah. Every I see him out too. Like he's like a Asbury goer. He's a oh. Belmar goer. So when I see him, like he knows to stay away from me from the aggression that I've given him. Good. And you know what? That that's what straight men need. That's the that's the uh, that's the that's the vibes. That's like the, what they need to they get. They need to be humble. In, they need to thank you. They that's the word I was looking they, for. They need too, to be humble. They have too much audacity. I love they humbling really straight men. Way too much audacity. Way too much. Yeah, for real. Like and for enough and for what? Where are you getting like, this from? You're you're five six. You're like, mediocre dick. Mediocre. Like you're you literally don't know how to work it. No. <laughs> like. You will. I'm sorry. You, you, you finish way too quickly. Oh like, I, the amount of amount of stories from the girls that I've oh. talked to that I'm like they just finish up way too quickly. I'm like, what is the point? Did you get your nut? And they'll be like, no. I'm like, gotta fake it. Literally, <laughs> you have to fake it, and that's fucked up. That's so fucked. This is, so fucked. I have never faked an orgasm. I will say ever in my <laughs> life. I will, if a man sucks at sex, I will tell them <laughs> they like, suck at sex. No, I literally Humble one time. Man. One time I was at a guy's house and I literally I said to him I said your dick is way too small for me <laughs> and I <laughs> but, and that was really I was really drunk and I really like I, that was when I was having casual sex I don't have casual sex anymore for this reason because it doesn't fucking in, I don't enjoy it anyways so what's the right. fucking point? What's the point? And literally sometimes I'm like. What was the point of that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you wait, it's like a waste of time. I no, could have been home in my bed, literally. like just watching some Netflix, having my peace of mind, yeah. and instead you have to deal with, and you then know. you have to put on a performance put on a performance it's not even real regretting your time regretting your it's it's more so like I don't mind having it done it's more so just like why did I spend my time doing no, that? No, literally. The time and so effort. just being like, all right, like, what the fuck? What did I do Like, that I'm for? actually disappointed in yeah. myself. Disappointed. <laughs> it's the regret for me. No, like, that's why I stopped having casual sex. I'm like, I feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> How would you say the dating and sex life is in the gay community? It is, like, on both sides of the spectrum where it's like, only casual sex or they only want a relationship it's hard to find the, the, the between I'm very I'm very blessed and fortunate to have a boyfriend that does want both as well so he, we have an open relationship yeah. and like I told him going in I was like I can do a relationship I don't have no problem doing it but with that said like I also do enjoy a, 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 an occasional hookup. Like yeah. that is just me as a gay person. Like yeah. I know I have my needs, yeah. <laughs> especially Period. we are also like, I should also speci- like uh, specify that we are also over an hour apart. He lives in New York city. Right. I live in, the distance, I yeah. live in the suburbs. Like right. we are, we're, we're kind of far. We only really see each other on the weekend. So like if there, if I have a need yes. and I want to get that need satisfied during the week, like I can mm, do, I can do that and I should be able to. Um, and it's very, but I, 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 I I gave him his time to like you know process that. Yeah. Like I didn't do anything our first year when we yeah. started dating, um, and then he 
warmed up to the idea and we start we started like just dipping our toe into it a little bit and he was fine he, yeah. we, we had like the transparency and trust to be able to do it yeah um so I, I tell him everything and he tells me everything and we're at a good point where we are having a healthy like dynamic between the two of us yeah. it doesn't work for everyone obviously especially yeah. in straight relationships unfortunately no. but I'm also not a jealous person yeah so like that really helps that's what that's something I have going for that's me very my boyfriend is jealous but yeah. he, I've I've I've, I've Brought, I've, like, I've, it's done, I've done enough to get him to like trust That's me true, in doing yeah. it. Um, so it hasn't been that much of a problem, but they're also like to, to get, I'll answer the other end of the spectrum is like there are uh, there are some men that can just go get railed night after night after night. I'm like, girl, my asshole would hurt. Like, <laughs> I don't know how you're doing this. <laughs> like, it's impressive. Like, yeah. I, I give them perks. Don't get me wrong. I give yeah. them their props. Like, good for oh, you. Yeah. Like, go live your best life. If yeah. that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Like. Uh, same thing with the people on the other end of the relationship on, on the other end of the spectrum like only want the the, the, the monogamy of a yeah. relationship like if that's what you want and you find someone that's willing to support that yeah. then go for it yeah. you should like live it your best life for, like, both people. exactly it's not and for me I'm somewhere in the middle of that spectrum yes. exactly mm-hmm. I know what I want I know, I know what I want and I go grab it <laughs> <laughs> as you should that. that's you what really you're supposed to do as, exactly oh. as some would say <laughs> as some would say <laughs> or life grabs me by the balls depends oh, on what, oh, it depends oh, on the hand I love that that's good because I was literally like how does I was saying to Brie, I'm like, how do they do an open... I just could never... I, I, I am like... I couldn't do it. I always forget yeah. that you saw me. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. so, I had so many... <laughs> like, oh my God. Literally, she looked at me and she's like... Is she still with David? <laughs> I, was, I was like, I don't know. For, for context, on my birthday, which we already we already established, I did blackout. Whatever yeah. it happens, you know. Sometimes you blackout. Um, there was a part a part towards the end of the night. It was towards the end of the night, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I'm, I'm not, my, I was pretty not. sober because I cried. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle did lose her phone. <laughs> but I forget. I don't even know how this happened. All of a sudden, I was just making out with someone, yeah. Yeah. and Danielle was like, "Is that okay?" And then like. <laughs> <laughs> waited till the next day. I waited till you brought it up. Yeah. So I'm like, is this normal? Is this, is this okay? And I was like, oh, I don't care. It's his birthday. I love a hot, da- hot, hot dance floor makeout session. Like it's just yeah, so yeah, hot yeah. to me. It's all I really want. And then I, like, I, I toss them to the side and I yes. go and do have my go on with my with my night. But it was, it was next morning. We're de- we were de- deliberating the night. Of course. <laughs> we were debriefing. The girls were debriefing. <laughs> and I, I just, ca- I think I just casually brought up yeah, that me and my boyfriend are in an open relationship. And I was like, that. Yeah. I was like, oh. You whispered to me the night before too, before we went to bed, and you were like, "Does does David know? (laughs) Will David find out?" And I'm like, "I'm sure. I'm sure he's gonna tell him." Always on Chris's side. I'm like, "What's the story? What are we? What are we we gonna say?" Which I'm glad I had another friend there to like pull me away because I'm one of other friends who, you know. Is also gay. He was like, he's not cute, and pulled me away. I he, thought, from what I remember, I thought he was cute, but then again, like I also thought he was I cute, he was but cute. I also have terrible like, taste in men. And see where we at. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm just very broad in my taste. Like you yeah. could be like, I don't know, five two, as long as you love some, some like some attraction, some cake. I love. You gotta have some cake up here. Really <laughs> like, it, I, but I'm so broad, and I could be like on the other end of the spectrum. You could be like six five, and I'd be like, yes, pick me up, daddy. 
Ooh. So I love that. I watched you get picked up before. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Another gay club experience. <laughs> you were literally spinning like a damn ballerina oh, in the like, air. Twirl me, girl. It was beautiful. It was so romantic. <laughs> it was so romantic. <laughs> oh, that man did want to take me home, and I was like, mm, I don't know if I can handle that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Honestly, I believe it. <laughs> he was oh, a tall man. He was a big boy. He was a big boy. He was, a big he was boy. so hot to me, but I was like, I don't know if I can do that right now. <laughs> I was like, I need to like, I, I need at least two hours of preparation. Yeah, yeah. A deep. <laughs> Mental preparation <laughs> well. Physically, mentally, oh spiritually. <laughs> I need to get my head around this. That's oh amazing. my God. But yeah, I was so confused. I'm like, what? Then I was like amazed. Because yeah. I'm like, how? Because I would be like losing my mind. But I think it's just, I don't know. I, it, it can work for some people. I guess yeah. it's not for everyone. Like, yeah. I... I, I like I said, like live your life. Like if you don't, if you know you're not going to be able to do it, you're not going to be comfortable with yeah. it, then don't do it. Or try it, and if you, if you've tried it and it doesn't work, like yeah. just go back to what you were doing. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I for me, I'm like someone that can like easily yeah, like, you're forg- like very forgive secure, and forget. Yeah, and, but you're also like very secure yeah. in yourself, and you're like not jealous, and that's like a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I don't know, I'm just like I know I don't want to be tied like to one person right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why I'm not in a relationship. And yeah. so I'm ready and, like, need somebody that's worth it. Then I'm like, okay, like, I'll be in a relationship. Um, but I like being single. Yeah, but but that's the thing. Like, you know what you want. Yeah, and you're going yeah. to get it. Like, yeah, I'm figuring it out. You're figuring it out. And, and everyone is figuring it out yeah. as we go along. Yeah. That's the tea. That is, that is, that is the, the tea. tea. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you, you operate within your boundaries. Yeah. Which is... That's really, so anyone you can ask, all you can ask for out of this life yeah, is like so healthy, whatever so. you're comfortable with doing, and like you can operate out of your outside of your comfort zone every now and then. But yeah. if it, if you know if you if you one day down the road when you get into a relationship and you know that being in an open relationship is just not for you, yeah. then in, rather than doing playing separately, maybe you bring in a third, maybe yeah. bring in a fourth, yeah. maybe you have an orgy. Who knows? Wow. Like there's so many options there for is. what is what works for you in your relationship. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. the, that's a fun thing too is that it's so like anything could happen it's so mm-hmm. open yeah. like there's so many possibilities if you're willing and open to do yeah. them and if you're not I that's also okay no. like I don't want to say no I just would have to try it yeah. would you have a threesome oh yeah I would slay for slay. sure <laughs> it's on the bucket list I don't think I'd have one with my boyfriend Fair. I think I'd yeah. have one when I'm single yeah mm-hmm. I think that's so like a single girl thing to do. Next time we go out, we'll yeah. we'll pick them out and I'll I'll like, you know, I'll plot the I'll plot the path forward you're for making, you. And, and just like, get me really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> if I plant that seed, you will go off. We should just go to like somewhere not here. Yeah, not Johnny Mac. Not, no. <laughs> oh my god, no. The repercussions that we would well Danielle would face, I not me. Yeah, but but, oh. but then I'd have to fight the battle for her. Yeah. <laughs> I would just go cry. Yeah. Like, what don't fall like yeah. I'd be like going up to the be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Okay, that's, that's a great idea. We're going to book a trip. And we're yeah. Gonna, we're going to do that. Period. Love. Period. <laughs> I have like a little bit more, um, a more serious question. Okay. Just how Good did you me, feel like coming out to your family? So I think that's like a big thing. It was, so I came out to my mom in senior year of high school, I think. So it was like I had a speech planned I had a, for a class in high school and it was really just like share something about yourself and I was like all right 
going out with a bang. Yes. Senior year of high school. No one really knows besides like my best friends. Like, yeah. all right, just announce it. Whatever. Fuck it. Who cares? Announce it over the intercom. Exactly. I, I should have just given that speech over <laughs> the entire school. Like, what was the thing that they said in high school? Like, stay classy, Patriots. You should have literally classy, said, the, yeah. <laughs> you should have said the whole thing and then be like, stay classy. <laughs> Honestly, iconic. <laughs> so it was definitely a lot. Um, and then my mom, she actually. Like, at first, she was like, I don't know how to handle this. Like, I was like, I tried to help walk her through it and everything. Um, I think it was more so, like, because I, I had, like, given her the speech that I had written. And it was, the speech had, like, a lot of heavy stuff, like, kind of yeah. stuff that I had talked about early, earlier in the yeah. podcast is, like, I was very depressed because of it. And, yeah. like, I think that that was something she didn't know that was going on because I was, like I said, I was very, like, t- kept to myself at that point and yeah. that in time. Like, I didn't share anything. I mean, like, I, I, I'm still working. I'm being better at sharing things. But back then, you would not have heard a lick of me. Like, I, at dinner, I was, like, cool, calm, collected. Like, I was talked, I would talk when spoken to. Yeah. Like, you know, the traditional, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to be a middle schooler and yeah. get through it. Um, so she, I think that, that was something that was hard for her to, to, to come to terms with yeah. is like, yeah. she was, she, she didn't know that I was suffering at the mm-hmm. time. And I told her, I was like, there's nothing you could have done. Like, yeah. and, unless I was going to come to you and say something yeah. like there was nothing you could have done. Yeah. And that just, you just have to kind of accept that. And for, unfortunately that, that is the circumstance, but yeah. she come, she came to terms with it. She also like, I, I, I was at that t- time going to a therapist. Right. She was also going to therapy. She was also, she wanted to, you know, get, get that talk to someone talk it through i think also like i think she talked to someone that specialized in like having gay children um so that helped her come to terms with it as well and we are like 100 percent fine now like she's met my boyfriend like we we like he was actually over this weekend like we had we all got dinner like it it was a very normal thing um so that was that was tough at first but it and honestly, it's, it's it's tough because like every person's family is gonna. That's what I'm saying. Everyone's family. Like everyone, yeah. I was very fortunate, yeah. but not everyone's going to be like that. Yeah. My my brother actually like when I came out to him, and this was like more. This was a few years down the road. Um, I think when I was dating my first boyfriend, that I was it was in college, and I was just like I I, I wanted to, I just wanted to say it. So I went to the basement and I told him, and he literally said, "Okay." And they started talking to something else. So I was like, <laughs> for anyone that knows my brother, that's very much like him. Yeah. So like, it, 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 honestly, like I was like, why didn't I say this earlier? Yeah. This, this would have been the end result regardless. Yeah. So he didn't really ask. I, like over time, he started asking questions. But I, like at first, he was like, I have no questions. I'm like, I don't care. I'm like you do yeah. you. So exactly. Yeah. That's so awesome. I love that. Yeah. So I know some of my friends have struggled like contemplating how to tell their parents if they want to tell their parents. And it's like for me, because I come from like as you guys do, like, a loving family. It's, like, a no-brainer. It's almost like, yeah, like, obviously they're going to love you. Like, that's mm-hmm. your parents. Like, but then again, I'm like, well, I don't I don't know. That's not the circumstance yeah. for anybody. So it's, like... It's, it's tough, especially because, like, you could have parents that, like, you, they, are, they seem very cool and chill and all that stuff, and then they you hear them talk about someone gay and they're like, and they have the complete opposite views of what you'd expect. And you're like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't tell them. Yeah. So it definitely is like, yeah, it's anxiety inducing. Like, how are you supposed to just like come out? Cause it's something that you just, you can't take back. Yeah. Once it's out, Mm -hmm. it's also a part of who you are. Exactly. So it's like, well, if they don't accept that, they don't really accept me Mm -hmm. fully. Exactly. And that's like very, I couldn't even imagine like dealing with that. Coming to terms with that. That is the amount of therapy you'd have to go to, the amount of trauma you're gonna have to deal with and unpack. Like that is, it's, it's a lot and it's heavy. Like I was fortunate enough not, not to have to deal with it, but like I, I feel for the people in the community that actually have to go through something like that. And that's why a lot of people end up finding their way to the cities because they know they'll be accepted in the cities. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's just kind of unfortunately how it is. Like I, 
again, coming from the liberal Northeast is like that we, I told the rest of my family, I have some, I have conservative members of my family, but we yeah. all can, we all pretty much maintain socially liberal views. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. telling them that no one cared. Not yeah. w- there was not one person that treated me differently. That's and I was very amazing. happy to have that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was very, yeah, that was a very good uh, part of, you know, coming out to everyone. And I, honestly, that was more recent. Like I, when I started dating mm-hmm. my boyfriend, I was like, I started introducing him to everyone. I think, I don't think I, think I said anything. I'm not going to lie. I think I just started bringing him to things. And be like, this is my boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's awesome. It was just easier for me to do it that way than yeah. just sit someone down, like every yeah. single person. The yeah. only person I think, like, the only f- people I told are my four cousins or three cousins. And I would just like, we were sitting down one day and I was like, by the way, guys, like I'm dating a boy. And they were like, okay. Okay. They were younger Aww. than me, so like Aww, they, yeah. it, like like your cousin, I think you yeah. said, with the, mm-hmm. who was eleven years old. Yeah, like eleven. Yeah. They were like, okay, okay, cool. cool. Yeah, that's exactly. Awesome. I found out my cousin was gay. Um, I don't think he even told us. I think I just looked on his Facebook, and it was like interested in men. And I was like, I knew it. <laughs> I Great way. Knew to it. That's so funny. I uh, I'll, I'll never forget my my little cousin. Like so, the one I didn't tell like separately. I don't think I think he, I think he like came to terms. With, he like put two and two together because yeah, he is yeah. 11, 10. He's, he's on the younger side. Yeah. Um, but he's like, he doesn't really, he's, he's like more like kept within, like he doesn't really understand the community just yet. Yeah. Um, but my cousin who had the kid is like, <laughs> she introduced him as my friend because she was like, I don't know how to unpack this just yet. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I understand that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but he is smart enough, I think he's smart enough to actually realize because I, I saw him, I saw him and my other little cousin who was a, who's a girl is in fourth grade uh-huh. um, and they both asked about my boyfriend. They were both Aww. like, how's your friend? I was like, oh my God, you met him one time and you remember. That's impressive. <laughs> that's sweet. So yeah, that's it, it so is weird. nice. Yeah, it is nice having the, like, the acceptance from like the broader part of the family as yeah. well. I think like in your family and like when you're younger, it, and the more you see it, the more it's talked about. It's like no big deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now, like our like us growing mm-hmm. up, like we are so like prominent, like of saying that, like making yeah. that thing. Like when I babysit, like I'm always like, so do you have like a girlfriend? Because he's like a boy. He'd be like, no. I'm like, do you have a boyfriend? He's like, no. I go, it, it's okay. It's if okay you, if you do. Okay if like, you can tell me. Yeah, you can tell. I'm it's like, then I'm like, why am I having this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to get him to be gay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like be gay. <laughs> be gay is cool. Be gay. <laughs> but I do have so much faith, like, in our generation, no, like, to kind of change the tide and have such a positive view on like the community and have like more of a welcoming Mm -hmm. space for them. Yeah. What would you say is like for like allies, what can we do better to be more supportive? (sighs) That's a good question. Honestly, like the the allies that I have in my life have done a really great job of making me feel welcome, warmed Mm -hmm. and supported. So like, it's hard for me to like really do that. I would say like maybe, I don't know. I'm I'm, like racking my brain. This is a really good question. (laughs) I mean, it depends on where you are. If you know you're in a, an environment that isn't as accepting, like mm-hmm. maybe you go to an all-boys school, for example. Like mm-hmm. we have an all-boys school in our mm-hmm. area that people yeah. might go to. And I know I've talked to people in the community that went to that school and they were like, I didn't say anything to, until I was in, until I graduated because yeah. they were like, I'm, this, isn't, this isn't the environment I want to be when I come out. Right. So if you are an ally in an environment and you know a gay that's in an environment, it's not a good space yeah. for them to do it, just try to check in on them make yeah. sure that they are doing okay like yeah. it's hard to right now I'm in a very secure place in my in my life that yeah. I, I feel very supportive with everyone in it um if there is someone out there that you in your that you're, even if you just know that they're gay and they haven't said anything about them struggling if they are in an environment that they are uncomfortable being themselves just 
checking in is really can do can do wonders. Yeah, it really can. Yeah, I've always like learned that even with like like bullying, like when we talk about in school, it's yeah. like just check in on your friends. Like yeah. your check in can mean the world to somebody. Like one second of your day being like, oh hey, like how yeah. are you? Yeah. Doing okay? Can like change someone's mood yeah. entirely. Like entirely. it means like so much to uh, the other person. So 100%. I remember there was one time in middle school, and this was before I really started telling anyone. Um, I was, I think I was just having like an off day. It wasn't really anything that was like, it wasn't one thing I could pinpoint being like, I'm not my feeling myself right now, but I was just having like an off day and I was like going through a lot, obviously at the time. And my edit teacher come up to me and be like, Chris, like, are you okay? Like, I noticed you had your head down in class. Like, you don't really do that. Like what's going on? Is there anything you want to talk about? And like, I was like, yeah, like. I have so much going on in my life, but like I can't. I I, I just I think I just said to her like I have a lot going on right now. I can't really talk about it, but like thank you for checking in on me. And it, yeah. Like that was eighth grade. I don't remember much from eighth grade, but that is one thing that does stand That's out. Still yeah. like, that goes yeah. to show you how these small little small things that you might not think anything about lasts with someone for a yes, long time. Yes, it really does. 100%. That's so true. So. Especially being a teacher too. Yeah. Like I know a lot of like some of my friends are teachers and like they're more so obviously open and, like, communicating and talking about your feelings. Mm-hmm. Whereas, right. like, when I feel like I was in, like, eighth grade, like, none of my teachers ever asked me how I was doing. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, the teachers do have, like, such, such an important role they to play. Do. Like, they are Way the bigger than models. just yeah. teaching your ABCs. Yes. No, exactly. Way bigger than that. Because those are the people with the kids, like, 24-7. No, exactly. They're with you more than the parents. Exactly. Like, I remember... You play such a big role. When I did mm-hmm. camp, I was like, I was with these kids all the time. Like, I literally became a role model yeah. without even realizing I was a role model yeah. for these kids. You're yeah. like a safe place for them too. No, like, exactly. You're such mm-hmm. a third party. You're not like their friend. Mm-hmm. You're not their parent. Right. You're like someone that like they should feel comfortable talking yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. 100%. And that's why we got to pay our teachers because they play yes. such a bigger role. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm so much more. Exactly. Like, oh my God. We should have an episode about that. Bring <laughs> <laughs> like, in like all the teachers. All the teachers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so how much you Just have a scream to the microphone for an hour. Literally. Way more, yeah. Because not every like not everyone can do that. Mm-hmm. I taught for a little bit, and I was like, I fucking hate this. Oh I have God. no patience, and like, I, I mm-hmm. it's just a bigger role than you realize. I, yeah. I, I could do like the younger kids. Like that, those are the kids that I had in yeah. in a uh, camp. Yeah. I could not do high school. If oh, I got if I got if I got, uh, if I got any lip, I'd be like, no. you want to fight? You want to throw these? You want to <laughs> catch these hands? I will. I will gladly. I had pre-K and kindergarten, and I... Pre-K is too young. They still shitting themselves. Yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> no, they didn't. They, they were, definitely are shitting themselves. <laughs> oh, my I God. I love them, but they were like the Sour Patch Kids. Like, you like them, and then they do something terrible, mm. yeah. and yep. you want to fight them. I'm and like, you want to fight them. And I'm like, like why I'll do I want to fight a four-year-old? Like, I don't want to fight you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, maybe this <laughs> isn't for me. <laughs> like, they're, they're, like, doing shit, and you're like, you don't realize I can literally throw you across the room. I can literally <laughs> toss you. <laughs> like a football. Like, like a football. I'm like, yeah, maybe I should find something else. <laughs> maybe I should change my career. <laughs> maybe I need to Maybe I don't like it. Literally, every, <laughs> maybe I actually hate you. <laughs> like, every interview I went on, I was like, I just need to leave teaching because I, like, need to work with adults. Like, kids are making me not want to have kids. (laughs) Trust me. Kids already make me not want to have kids. I see them out in, like, the wilderness. And I'm, like, at the fucking, (laughs) at the store. I'm, like, get it away from me. Like, why is it coming near me? (laughs) Why is it moving? (laughs) Oh, my God. The worst is when they stare at you. I'm, like, what, bitch? I I will literally throw you across the room. I can literally ruin you. (laughs) See, I like children. And they're, like, break. You can can stay with (laughs) me. The other day I went to the beach and go, 
What do you do with kids when you go to the beach? No, I don't know. You put them in the sand and give them a little shovel and hope for the best. That sounds like my personal hell. As a kid, I ran away from my parents. I literally, (laughs) they they were searching for me for hours. They could not find me. Apparently, I'm not surprised. I was like two or three, so I don't remember this. But I I, apparently some stranger just brought me back to them, (laughs) and I was like, "Hi!" And like my brother was crying, my dad was pissed, my mom was like, "What's going on?" (laughs) Me, Me just strolling up. Like, I think I'd like maybe I had some ice cream. I don't know. I was no, like, I was like, vibing. God, the terror that like my sister would like threaten to like run away. I would sob. <laughs> She'd make it down the street and then come home. I'm like, thank God. I think my brother did the same. <laughs> and my mom and dad are like, get in your room. I'm like, but she's home. How dare you? <laughs> Literally, and we're, get that ball. Like, we're never gonna see her again. <laughs> my yeah, brother would run away from like like when he had to go to like practice or something for like baseball. He would just start running down the street, riding his bike as if he had anywhere to go. Yeah, like, where are you going? Where are you going? Um, now it's like you're older. When I have kids, I'm like, yeah, run away. Oh, literally. How far are you going to get? Yeah. I, I, would, I would be like, I'll give you $5 right now. See how far you can go. Like, yeah. Okay, here's some money for your travel. <laughs> for your travel. <laughs> you're going to film it. Come your life. <laughs> Vlog it. You know, yeah. like, I didn't want to have you anyway. Yeah, go. You know, go you explore the world. I changed my mind before <laughs> you popped before. out. So. <laughs> this is my chance this to finally get rid of it. This is actually really good for the both of us. <laughs> I'm glad we both came to terms. I'm glad we were both on the same page on this. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like your unhinged habits of the week is literally just bashing children. No, literally. <laughs> My sister's about to pop one out. Yeah, I know. Oh, you're, shit, you're about to be a fucking aunt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm going to throw cheese at it. I saw a TikTok <laughs> where the baby was crying and they just threw There's a slice of cheese. cheese. I saw that yeah. too. And they stopped. Alex is like, that's going to be you. I'm yeah, like, 100%. 100%. And it will, it will stop crying and you will thank me. And exactly. I was like, it's so sad. Done. Signs feel delivered. Yeah, yeah. Being an aunt, I feel like, is like the best because the best. like you get your baby fever mm-hmm. and like birth control and like mm-hmm. you can give the baby back. Yes. Birth control is when you see the the birth after and you're like oh I'm good oh, I am all set on that. Set. <laughs> that right when I was working at a daycare throughout college I'm like god this fucking sucks but like you get your baby fever great but at the end of the day I'm so happy to give them back mm-hmm. I'm like thank you yeah. so much I, I heard the girls get baby fever I'm like I, I, my friends more do, more more nowadays and back in like oh, you know five yeah. years ago like my yeah. friends are getting it now and I'm like why? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, maybe maybe I like, I maybe I need to grow up, or maybe you need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> we just all need to calm down. We all need to calm down. That's Taylor Swift. No, but yes. dead ass. <laughs> the theme of the episode is calming, calming down. Calming down. We all need to just calm down. Calm down. Yeah. Go take a nap. Go take eat a nap, some food. Reevaluate. And everything will be fine. <laughs> Literally. Epsom salt bath. Yes. Yes. Of course you do that right now. Okay. I don't want to go home and have my face mask. I yes, a glass of wine. <laughs> glass of wine. Yeah, oh, that's it. Right. Lay. Uh, for me, I'm watching Suits right now. Okay, put some Suits on. Suits, suits. suits. You know, I'm yeah, some politics. It. That's it. It's so relaxing. It's so relaxing. So relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, this was so fun. Thank you for coming on. Thank you guys for having me. This was so much fun. Of course. You can come back. I was going to say, if I did did good enough, I'll come back. I think you should come back. (laughs) If I pass the bar. Yes, period. You passed the test. Welcome. Welcome to Unhitched Therapy. Welcome. Welcome. He's our new actual third (laughs) co-host. By the way, (laughs) introducing Chris. Just decided right now. Welcome. Impulsive decisions. Well, make sure to love your people. Make sure to check in on your loved ones, support the community, be there for them, hug them, especially during this time. Do you have any final words, Christopher? 
oh my god, just like enjoy your life. Like we're all we're all on this earth for a, a you know defined period of time. Enjoy your fucking life. Yes. Do what you love, and if, if if working isn't what you love, go find something else outside of work. It's yes. what you love because I know I don't love to work, but you know I'd be enjoying my life. Yes. yes. Life is too short to be anything but happy. Way too short. Slay. 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 And on that note, we'll <laughs> see you next week. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.